You're listening to Once, episode 204, The Dark Swan, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we are thrilled to be back in the studio, thrilled to be talking with you again, thrilled that this show is back. Hashtag thrilled. (laughs) Jeremy, what did you think overall of the show, especially with it going dark like it is? Overall, overall, it was like... A beating red enchanted heart with a speck of darkness in it. (laughs) That is very symbolic in so many ways. And kind of an enchanted heart that was, it was beating, but sometimes it was kind of an irregular beat. And red curly hair coming off that heart. Ew. Yeah. So Merida is in this. And by the way, these are our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place with our thoughts and ideas and review and reactions. We might not get things right, but that's what our full discussion is for. And our upcoming full discussion is usually on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. But for this week, because International Podcast Day is on September 30th, which is a great day to host a podcast. Yes. But I'm one of the founders of International Podcast Day. So I have a lot of responsibilities on that day. I'm hosting a lot of streams. Uh, I am sponsoring the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. So I need to announce the winner on that day, which would be around the time that we'd be doing a podcast. So celebrate podcasting on that day. The best thing you can do, really, to help us is tell someone else about the podcast. Yes, reviews are nice. Donations are wonderful. But the best thing that you can do to help us Tell someone else, get someone else subscribed to oncepodcast.com. And that's a great way to celebrate podcasting or, or send positive feedback to your favorite podcasters. There are all kinds of things you can do. If you want to check it out, internationalpodcastday.com. But all that to say, our full discussion will be on Thursday, October 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And make sure you visit that URL for our live shows because we might be using a different technology then. But getting back to this, our initial reactions, I liked this episode. There were some things that I knew kind of were coming. Like, as much as I try to stay spoiler-free, there are simply some spoilers I can't avoid, because they show up, and I see them before I realize what they are. Like, I knew Merida was coming. I didn't know until about 35 minutes before the show because I checked my email and there was an email from ABC saying Merida from Brave joins Once Upon a Time. Okay. They took a brave new twist with Once Upon yeah. a Time this year. <laughs> I, uh, I've never seen Brave. It is a good Pixar movie. But one thing, though, a criticism I have with that is... Brave is Pixar, and it's not a classic fairy tale. Well, Frozen could only be defined as a so-called instant classic. Well, Frozen was based on a fairy tale. And then the way Once Upon a Time used Frozen in Once Upon a Time was really they brought the fairy tale origin back into the Frozen aspect. So are you saying that Brave is barely a fairy tale? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's barely a fairy tale, at least as far as I know. 
Um, but Disney owns Pixar, so that's how Disney could get away with using Pixar. But it is really cool to see uh, Merlin, or well, we haven't seen him yet, but to see Camelot, to see Lancelot again, and that we're at some point going to meet Merlin. But they did this time jump thing. And again, people lost their memories. Yeah, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, not having seen the rest of the season, obviously, that storytelling wise, it would have been okay for them to all have their memories and for the audience to be the only ones in the dark as to what happened in those six weeks. Now, there may be some crucial plot points coming up that make it necessary to have, again, lost their memories. However, I think it would have been kind of cool if we were the ones trying to figure out from the dialogue what happened. Yeah, at least there's not another curse this time, or as far as we know, like one that keeps them in the town lines or makes them forget who they are completely. So here's the interesting thing. For me, the episode was enjoyable, but moving along kind of slowly. Then everybody showed up. Granny's was in the Enchanted Forest. I was like, this is very strange. However, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I thought it was strange to have another thing take them all back to the Enchanted Forest. I'm not sure where they got the precedent for... Yeah, she became the Dark One and she uh, she came from the goo thing that only happened before when we resurrected Stiltskin, which we weren't supposed to be able to do, but we did... And it was through this thing, and now it's just where the Dark One comes out sometimes, apparently. Kind of like um, one of those warp pipes in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> but, so so right by the end, just as they're all walking into Camelot, I was like, okay, this is really cool. I like the way they set this up. Emma's like struggling with her thing. And then they jump to the end. And I, now I don't know how I feel about it again. Well, it's a storytelling technique for sure. And what they're going to show us probably in this first half of the season before the Christmas and winter hiatus is going to be what happened in those six weeks, just like they did when Zelina brought everyone back. Or, well, it didn't end up actually being Zelina, but Zelina was the one who made everyone forget. We got to see what happened right. as everyone else is figuring it out. Maybe they won't even get their memories back when they go through this. Maybe they'll have that as a twist. And they just work with what they know at this point. But Emma's the dark one and very much the dark one now, at least six weeks later. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I found it easier to believe everything leading up to that last scene. Personally, I wasn't totally sold on the the actual dark one, Emma. Hmm. Personally. Yeah, she... She does look dark, but in in an odd way. Like, not the way that I expected. Right. And, and little things being bandied about, like, what you did to me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, did she... I don't know. I'm, we'll see. I'm sure... I'm hoping that we'll get there. I want to understand why she would suddenly not care who is who in her life. And what they did to her, like, what did they do to her? I guess we'll find out. In our chat room right now at oncepodcast.com slash live, Emma, nicely named, points out that maybe the white hair represents the good still in her. Mm, Maybe. It looked sort of like some of the life had been drained out of her. 
to me, just overall. Yeah, and she looks a lot more menacing now mm-hmm. than before. But some of the other cool things that happened in this episode, I, I loved the sword. And I mean, the stuff that happens around that sword is interesting. And, and to know that there was some kind of prophecy that Emma should not take the sword. Like, who was that who said, don't take the sword? And then yeah. Merlin prophesied, oddly worded, <laughs> that Emma would reunite everyone and maybe she did try to take the sword and that's what turned her darker or something but once i saw the sword i thought oh that looks kind of like the dagger right i'm glad they didn't uh you know drag that out because i thought of it right away thank you for pointing out that (laughs) no point pun intended (laughs) that that's what that is but yeah why why go back to that point in emma's life if you're going back or appearing or whatever's happening. Do you think that was Merlin? Probably, because remember, Merlin created the Dark One when he battled the darkness and then tethered it to a person. Merlin is also responsible for the sword and the stone. So maybe the sword being in the stone was some sort of, um, let's call it a cork. And the island, <laughs> I mean, and the... No, let's not. <laughs> so... <laughs> So he told Emma she shouldn't take Excalibur. Right. So here's here's a whole thought process that's already in my head. When they first rode up to everybody at Granny's in its new location, I thought they were going to say, we're here for the end of the sword, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, well, how are you going to put it back together when that end of Excalibur is sort of very important to the whole Dark One system how would that even work if you put if you tried to reunite the two would it work and what would it do to excalibur well what if putting the entire sword together with that power would just amp up the dark one power and that's why emma shouldn't take it she would be tempted to take it maybe because she thinks she can destroy the darkness but if she does and she puts the two pieces together. It's just, you know, by orders of magnitude, more powerful. There are many, many Dark precedents. Excalibur. Yeah. There are many precedents for that kind of thing in many different stories and movies throughout the ages where you have two items of great power. You combine them and you get something even more powerful. Sometimes they cancel each other out, but usually <laughs> for dramatic effect, it's usually something much more powerful. Like... This is completely silly. But the DuckTales movie, one of my childhood favorite movies, there was a genie's lamp and this big bad guy had this jewel. And when he puts them together, spoiler, sorry, (laughs) then he gets unlimited wishes and then becomes all powerful and all kinds of crazy stuff happens. But that could be what would be happening here. And here's the thing to question is who brought them back? Who? Was it Emma or was it maybe Merlin sent them back because Emma was getting close to reuniting the dagger with the sword? I think uh, it might be something like that because no one has the sword as far as we've seen in this brief scene six weeks later. So maybe they weren't successful in piecing the two together. Uh, It's a lot of stuff that I know we're going to see in the upcoming episodes and we'd love your feedback for that. But speaking of upcoming episodes, you make this podcast possible. 
because of your kind contributions. And I'd love to give a shout out to the people who have made this specific episode of One's Podcast possible. David Newland, Steve Johnson, Lisa Slack, Tracy Anderson, Daniel Clark, Swan Got Hooked, Marianne Lavati, Jessica Olson, Amy Cadillier, Tappenberg, DJ Firewolf, James Kinslow, Jennifer A. Treese, and our other 24 backers on Patreon. Thank you very much for your kind contributions. We really could not do this without you. To host the podcast has many expenses associated with it, so every little bit counts. You can donate to us on small amounts on a monthly basis or by shopping through our Amazon affiliate links, but the best way is really through Patreon, and we have certain perks and different levels that you can check out there. You could donate for as little as a dollar a month or much more than that. Whatever your amount was before, if you supported us through Patreon before, please revisit that because we changed the way Patreon works, so it might mean you're not giving as much as you meant to give. For example, if you had a monthly cap at $4, but you were giving $1 per episode before, you're now giving $1 per month. Maybe that's what you want to give. That's totally okay. But if you meant to give more, then please revisit Patreon to check your levels there and ensure payment systems are working and all of that stuff. But big thanks to David, Steve, Lisa, Tracy, Daniel, Swangot, Marianne, Jessica, Amy, Tappenberg, DJ, James, Jennifer, and our Patreon backers. If you'd like to be one of our supporters for the podcast, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and check out the options over there. That's oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And thank you for your support. We could not do this without you. It's like pulling a sword out of a stone if we weren't doing this without you. But you make us the chosen one. And you allow us to pull the podcast out of the stone and resurrect it and reunite it with your ears. How's that for a metaphor? Oncepodcast.com wow. slash sponsor. Hmm. I loved getting to see <laughs> Team 7 really take a stand. Because what Leroy said is very true, not only in the show, but for the cast, the Guys who play Team Seven, that is the Seven Dwarves, Mm -hmm. they have been in the sidelines or uninvolved before. So it's really neat to see they're possibly being much more integral to the storyline, or at least a few of them. Right. Because as we saw, Sneezy stayed behind in Emma's jacket to be the mayor, or not the mayor, (laughs) but the the sheriff, (laughs) which that was cool to see him in the red jacket. But... I think we're going to see some fun stuff with the seven dwarves because in Storybrooke, there's probably bound to be some humor in what happens in Storybrooke during those six weeks with the dwarves Hmm. trying to be the managers of the city. Or they said it was quiet, so we didn't have to think about that at all. And all the flashbacks will be to Camelot. Yeah, that's true. But we know that they always like to give us two storylines. And it could be... I think that'll be present and flashbacks yeah yeah that's true probably there might be an episode where they i don't know delve into the life in the time of dwarves the six weeks in storybrook history where there was relative peace Hmm. well there's been other times once it was crazy to see rumpelstiltskin but not rumpelstiltskin he's like the conscience the bad conscience to emma (laughs) he's her shoulder angel (laughs) (laughs) yeah but not the angel. (laughs) We're probably going to continue seeing that in the Enchanted Forest timeline. Mm, Yeah, not as frequently. We'll see it for a little while until she 
embraces her powers. Well, because Rumpelstiltskin is back in Storybrooke, unconscious. We don't know what happens during the six weeks. Maybe he wakes up. Maybe something else happens. I don't know. I didn't get tired of her catching the arrows at all. (laughs) I thought that was just the best thing. I thought what she might do is just step out of the way and one of the arrows would hit this bad conscience version of Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) But then I also thought, well, what good would that actually do? Right. (laughs) Because he's not actually there. What do you think is going to happen with Zelina and the baby? Well, I think Zelina's going to be crazy. (laughs) Do you think that's a safe prediction? Uh, The baby, the baby, I don't know. Zelina apparently is going to be around again. Oh, but her I'm starting to get used to having her crazy around. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh I don't know. I feel like they should have probably had a little firmer grip on her walking into Camelot. Was she there with them when they returned? Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. She was. And she was in a very um looked like a well, everyone was dressed very elegantly, like they were at a ball or something like that. Or just living in Camelot. Yeah. Maybe. That's how I took it. Yeah. Zelina. Zelina. I don't know. Like, where is that whole thing going? Because I think there was just this nagging voice in the back of my head saying, I thought that certainly twice now this was over. And here she is again. So glad things turned out the way they did. Because at first, was Hook not acting unhook-like? He did not seem himself to me. He It was like he drew the short straw on who gets to be stupid this episode to drive the plot along. What in the world was that whole thing? He's desperate to get Emma back. Well, he doesn't wear desperate well, so let's just be glad that he got Emma back and hope that in the flashbacks we don't have to see Desperate Hook again. Cause... Maybe the goat's milk is still in his system. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Zelina chopping off her hand. Clever. We'll say that that never worked for anyone else who wore the cuff because she's just that powerful. And Except no one else know, had a dagger. Well, no one else had a dagger. That's true. But there are other ways to cut off a hand. Even, well, when Peter Pan wore it, he I was trying to remember who all wasn't wore affected it. by it because he's Peter Pan. And Regina by the way, wore it. the hook and taking the heart, I could have sworn Cora enchanted the hook once. To take one heart. I don't remember her giving him a bottle. Right. Probably the bottle just had squid ink in it. it. Regina enchanted his hook. Oh, right, right. And that's right. Yeah, it was enchanted to take one heart. He took that one heart. He took Aurora's heart back in season two. And Cora was impressed by that. He gave Aurora's heart to Cora. And that was supposedly the we one might time. might be mixing two stories. No, same no, story. Really? Yeah. Regina enchanted the hook so that hook could oh, rip the heart out of Cora. This is so crazy. And uh, but <laughs> she didn't have her heart in her. <laughs> but in the present day Enchanted Forest, Hook was able to take Aurora's heart. The funny thing is, conjuring the bottle into the story was very. I mean, he didn't even get to take her heart. It was just a really complicated way of knocking him to the ground so that she could take the dagger. Really, is <laughs> all it was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It worked. So we'd love your feedback on this episode of the show. So please email us with the name of the episode in the subject line. And the name of this was The Dark Swan. 
And you can send that to us via email. You can send us a voice message. You can call our voicemail number. All of that contact information is on the website, oncepodcast.com, as well as the options that you have for subscribing to the podcast, rating, reviewing, sharing. If you want to support the podcast and you don't want to support it financially, or maybe you're already supporting it or you can't or whatever the case, really the best thing that you can do is share this episode with someone else. Share the podcast with someone else. If you have other friends that watch Once Upon a Time, (laughs) then share this podcast with them. If you have friends that don't watch Once Upon a Time, then either get new friends or get them watching Once Upon a Time and then get them listening to the podcast. That's the best thing you can do to help us is share the podcast. Mm -hmm. So when you go to the show notes, like the show notes for this episode, will be at oncepodcast.com slash 204. When you go there, click on the tweet buttons, the Facebook buttons, the Google Plus buttons, all of those buttons that are on the site to share it out with everyone else. And that helps the podcast and it helps you too because it brings in more great theories and ideas into the podcast. And we would love to have your theories and ideas of what's going on, your predictions and such. Just keep it spoiler free, please. And you can send those to us through all of the contact options that are on the website, oncepodcast.com. In our upcoming full discussion, which will be on Thursday, October 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, GMT minus four at oncepodcast.com, we'll have Aaron joining us and we'll dig much deeper into this. We'll incorporate your feedback. There will also be spoilers from Hunter and Jacqueline about upcoming episodes and a lot more. So you won't want to miss it this week only. We're switching it to Thursday, but after that, it'll be back at its normal time, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time at oncepodcast.com slash live. Please connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast and follow each of us individually. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And once again, go to the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 204 and share those out with everyone else. And until next time, shut down the fryers and secure the condiments. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to be one of them and keep the podcast going, then please visit oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and check out your options over there. And thank you for your support.